what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to episode 14, volume 5 of The Fantasy Formula, your one-stop shop for all your fantasy information, gambling knowledge, and today, all of your Mexican vacation inquiries. Hank, we're back. Playoffs are over. Well, playoffs began last week. Vacations vacations (laughs) began and come to an end, kind of like your playoff aspirations. Want, want, want. Yes, Hank. Uh, it was a tough week for the fantasy formula, Hank. Uh, and his fantasy team, one team entered, one team <laughs> exited. Well, I, <laughs> we, we exited quickly. Yes. And I was in – I'm with three leagues, playoffs, two of them I'm no longer in. Just tough beatdowns this week. Weird stuff. Drew Brees, four points. Des Bryant, negative points. Derek Carr. Four points. points. Melvin Gordon, zero points or whatever. It was a bizarre weekend. But before we talk about this, Hank, let's talk about the real, real important stuff. Okay. Your 40th birthday vacation. It was amazing. And I got to tell you, I'm just now starting to feel normal. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about Mexico, just Mm -hmm. for those individuals that haven't been down there. It's a beautiful place. Okay. So we get up early on Wednesday morning, fly down. We get to the airport. We leave probably about 6.15. Did everybody make it? Everybody made it. There were some questions. Okay. Everybody made it. But they left on time. We got Good. there. Reasonable time. Maybe had a Bloody Mary early. You know, you're on vacation. Why not? You're on vacation. Yeah. So we get on the plane. We get there. Hit the airport in Cancun. We got about a 40-minute trip to our uh, our hotel. Mm-hmm. Have a couple of cervezas sure. in the car, see, see. and we drive down to our place, which is beautiful. Okay, it's right. beautiful. So we get there, and we're excited. Yes, excited. You could feel the excitement in the air, and we knew we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday coming home Sunday. Let me ask you this before you proceed. So, paint the picture. Are that we got? We're talking blue skies, a white, beautiful hotel cascading against beautiful blue sky blue background is that what we're talking about we're talking we're talking we're talking about iguanas like cats and dogs around they're just running around we're talking about multiple pools we're talking about multiple bars we're talking about beds on the beds on the the beach beach, yes uh, volleyball courts swim up bars so you're creep you creep off the bus and i know you're excited you're feeling good but do you i'm just bringing this up because i remember feeling a little bit of hesitation or nervousness you know when you step you know what i'm talking about oh yeah what are we getting ready to be in store for it's like when you play a game yes you got butterflies you got butterflies exactly you got butterflies i'm glad you had that same do you know what though we talked about it on the way there we're like do you know let's talk about this we've got a couple of days 
here? Do we come in hard mm -hmm. today? Because then you start saying, do we ruin maybe day two? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But we're right. not going to ruin day two. We're certainly not going to ruin day one. So let's just go have fun, be let's, a team, and let's roll make some it. plays. Absolutely. Okay. So we all get in our room. We decide, okay, let's get dressed, get out on the beach, see what happens. Mm-hmm. So we go out. What time of the day is this now? We're talking. We're about right around lunch. Lunch time. So, so we eat lunch. Actually, we find the grill, yes. which is right in the middle. It's beautiful. We have uh, ceviche and mm. just some fresh guacamole. Um, and then we hit the beach. Okay, sit out there. Miami vices and a couple of tequila shots. Yes. Several beers. It is. Perfect. Do you bring your own music to the beach? You know, did someone bring their little? We brought okay. speaker to the speaker beach. Speaker to the beach. We had it going. Music was good. Boom! Somebody's on us. You can't play your own music out here. What? Yep. Wow. Cannot bring your own music out there. Now I'm sure you could have played it lower. Okay. Like if you had it like sure. beside you sure. or something like that. But we did not have that. Yes. So they asked us, "Hey, hey, fellas, turn it down. Turn, turn it down. down. Turn yeah. it down." So we were forced to do that. But okay. you know, still wasn't. But now I realize. It's it's like being part of the you know like the FBI watch list. <laughs> We're on it You're for the hotel. The They're like within the first hour, you have found yourself on the list. On the list. And now let let's talk about that list because you're talking about subduing. You know most all the people that went on this trip, yeah. guys and girls. There's a couple on there that are louder than others. Sure, I would be one of them. Okay. Now you bring 14 people. And you say you got six or seven of them that like to talk. You're going to have some. Volume issues, no doubt about it. Right, we've been we were called out multiple times on volume. Not mm. very, you know, it, we weren't aggressive in any any manner, right? But we were called out multiple times. So I think we were on the watch list. <laughs> but the good thing is, is there was a group from Texas. They had bigger plans okay, than us. Okay, gotcha. Right? So they so, kind of took the heat maybe off of the North Carolina crew a little we bit. We would see security like coming towards us, and then all of a sudden you'd see them hold their earpieces, <laughs> and they'd be like, aboard to the East Wing. <laughs> Texas must be over there. <laughs> and so we, uh, we were, you know, we had several times that they had to talk to us about volume, but nothing more than that. We had a great time um, just to give like some highlights. Sure. Uh, I'll tell you about. Um, the next, the second day, we had a fantastic night. Went out to dinner; it was awesome. Uh, the next day was actually one of the girls who went. It was her fortieth birthday. Okay, mm -hmm. we said, "What do you want to do for your fourth? She said, "Let's meet at breakfast and have breakfast together, everybody." Okay. But let's do it at ten. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. So she was like, "I'd like all of us to have like mimosas for my birthday." So we go out. We all just woke up. Right, <laughs> right, right. So we go down ten o'clock. Started having breakfast. Mimosas for everybody. Now, I, mimosas are delicious. Mm, love them. They're delicious. Yes. But I got to say, we put a little hurt on ourselves the night before, so I still would drink a delicious mimosa, <laughs> but there's a little bit of coaxing that has to go along with it, if you, if sure. you know what I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. So with that beverage, I had to get something else in my body, and it had to be caffeine, mm -hmm. right? So I said, uh, Senor, can I get a coffee as well? Sure thing. Everybody else, uh, can I get a coffee? Coffee, coffee, He puts coffee. the coffee down, right? These people cannot not force you to drink. They cannot not force you to drink because he looked right when we put that down. He was like, Bailey's? Bailey's, of and course. I, and I was like, no, thank you. And he goes, tequila cream? Tequila <laughs> cream? cream. Oh. And I said. Oh, you smuggled some back of tequila cream in your suitcase. I said, absolutely not, Charlie. Tegaroli's like, I'm going to need some of that tequila cream. <laughs> We all tried it, and it was delicious. Oh, wonderful. It was delicious. But at 8 in the morning, or at 10 in the morning, yes. I had two liquor drinks at breakfast. <laughs> it's vacation, Hank. You're able to do this. Let me ask you, the night before, you know, if you start the party at noonish at lunch, and you're at beach, and then you go eat dinner, and probably back a little dance and whatever you do, what time do you go to bed on the first night? I think we went to bed at, we ate dinner at 8 Carolina oh. played at nine. Okay, yes. Okay. So yes. we went to the sport. There was a sports bar there. That's cool. That we sat down, watched Carolina play, and we probably were back in our rooms asleep by eleven thirty. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yes. So every night was pretty. Uh, it depended. We had 
one or two nights where we had late nights, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of fun. But we had a couple that were early to bed. Sure. Right? Early to bed when all respect to them. Yes. All the respect to no them. No problem there at but all. But we had a couple of MVP we had a couple of MVPs. Yeah. Right? That just kind of came out of their shell and had fun and we had a great time. We had a couple of instances like say uh I'll tell you two where the staff were involved. Yes. Okay. So um gentleman was bringing drinks to uh, they have these huge hot tubs. And you know, there are 14 of us and there was plenty of room for all of us in it. So we're all in there talking and everything. This young man was bringing drinks to all of us. Okay. So he goes to the other side of the hot tub. Instead of bringing drinks to the, the near side, he decides to put them all on the tray, and he goes to the oh. far side, right? Wow. Yes. Slips, oh. falls into the hot tub, oh. right? <coughs> falls into the hot tub, right? Slippery in the hot tub. <laughs> Slippery in the hot tub. So, you know, man down. He was embarrassed. Oh, we were embarrassed for him, but it was fine. We got new drinks. Everything was yes. good. The next instance was there is a woman there. That I can only think the devil wears Prada. Yes. You know that lady? This chick rolled around with a, somebody, and he always had a polo on, and he had like khaki pants and leather dress shoes, right? First, let me picture devil with a Prada girl, lady. Headpiece, right? Headpiece. Headpiece. She's yep. got it. I can, I can see maybe her hair in a bun. It was. Am I on the right? It was tight. Dark hair in a bun. She's got a pencil thin, pencil whatever it's called, skirt, maybe blue or black, white shirt. Pressed perfectly, you know. Looking, Do you know this woman? I've, I know of the what you've described. Okay. How you, how, you know, this type of lady. Yes. You know? Yes. So proceed. So she was walking around, and she was obviously, obviously in charge. Every time you saw her, you'd be like, "This chick yes, is she's like running top stuff. of the she she's is top of the food stuff. chain over there, right? Right. So she's walking by our pool. Immediately snaps her fingers, points down to the deep end. Now there's not real deep ends, but there's this one's the deeper yes. of the two ends. Points down to the deep end. <laughs> I don't know what this means. You know, maybe maybe she was like more chlorine. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yes. You know, maybe there's something going on. Maybe an iguana fell in. I don't know. <laughs> but she points down, and there's apparently trash in the pool. Mm-hmm. My boy with the polo and dress shoes doesn't take anything out of his pockets, jumps in the pool for the trash. Do you know what kind of mind control you got to have on somebody to do that? It's impeccable service level. <laughs> it impeccable. Is, it yes. is impeccable service level. So to watch that happen, we know we didn't want to mess with her. Sure. Right? But every day was an adventure. I will tell you that Friday, I tried to drink all the tequila in Mexico, my <laughs> friend. There wasn't a bar I didn't pass yes. that I got a shot or good, something else. Good for you. And it was delicious. Yes. You know, I think it's better down there. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely better down there. But what makes it, I think, better, because there's not kids running around. You don't have any responsibilities at work. You're in Mexico. Sure. You know, you're not worried about these other periphery, peripheral things that could make you think about, hey, I shouldn't take this tequila shot. Guess what? I ain't got nothing to worry about. I'll take as many tequila shots as I need to. Right. Yes. And the place, the pool that we were at, it was all top shelf, oh, everything, wow. right? Yeah. And so we asked... The bartenders were saying, hey, what's the best stuff? And he was like, well, most people, when they come down here, they like this. But let me show you what we drink. Perfect. And he was like, this is what we drink. This is the good, good stuff. Yes. He was like, you can drink it. It's smooth. That's what we went with. Can you tell the, our fantasy fanatics, because, and please tell me, too, because I like tequila. Do you recall the name <laughs> it of the It started with an M. I'm, I'm going to do research. It started while, with an M. Hey, I'll okay. do research while... While we're on the show today, right? And I will come up with that name because it was delicious. Yes, please do because we don't necessarily just bring you fantasy statistics and gambling knowledge, Hank. We want to give our listeners the best of the entire world, from tequilas to chocolates, from cigars to iPhone to uh, mobile phones. We want to give them the best. I, I, you understand? I understand completely. Yes. Wonderful. So when, when we're talking a little bit about football, maybe you'll find that tequila for us. And you mentioned. There were a couple maybe trophies or awards that were presented at the end of the trip for some people that really excelled during the trip. You, I, you're exactly right. Yes. And, you know, I, I'll go ahead and, and say that I, I was the leading scorer. And I don't know if that means on quantity or what, <laughs> yes, but yes. I will put myself in the leading scorer sure. round. Congratulations. Okay? Um, as far as logistics, my wife is, is, is a fantastic person to have on a trip. Unless you need her 
to point you in the direction of some place you need to go. Right. So she is the director of logistics. Okay. <laughs> yes. So she she gets that award. Um, we do have a friend that is not a fan of um, people getting sick. Okay. And so when when you start drinking, obviously this is a uh, you know this is a hazard. Exactly. It is a hazard. And so her fear was that somebody's going to get sick, and I understand that. And so we made her the director of sanitation <laughs> because she needed to be in charge of whatever happened there. Did anyone? Uh, no, we, well we were and, all good. Yeah, we were gotcha. all good. Everybody was okay. fantastic. Everybody yeah. was fantastic. It ended up being okay. But we had other awards that probably weren't as important as those three. We had an MVP that probably I would not have. It would have been the long shot MVP. Came out to play. Played well every day. I got to. I got to. That, that yes, was commitment. 60 to 1 odds. You're talking about you go to Vegas, and if you were to bet on this person, I mean, it's a huge underdog. Is that huge, what we're talking about? Huge. Yes, I got gotcha. you. You know what? Team celebrated it. Oh, celebrated it. Proud of their victory. Yes, proud of their, victory. their accomplishment. Good for them. Now, I will tell you, before we gave out those awards, one of the, there, were two, there were two favorite things. One was like fun. We went out on a catamaran, beautiful cool. water. It's, you know, it's gorgeous. See any sharks? Uh, we did not see any sharks. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, the other is, is there was a, uh, volleyball, a, uh, a sand volleyball court yeah. beside us. And so we're sitting there on the beds hour, two hours. And we're thinking, let's do something. Let's play some volleyball. Now we had seven guys, seven guys there. We had a bunch of girls that are good athletes mm-hmm. and would want to play. But for some reason, the seven guys were standing right there. Sure. So we were like, let's go over there and play. So we walk over, and let me tell you how men band together, brother, okay? We start walking over there. We get seven feet towards that sand volleyball court. This cat comes out from the left, goes, y'all playing volleyball? (laughs) You've been waiting all week. All day. Somebody to walk near that court, yes. He was from Massachusetts. He was there with his girlfriend. He was there for a week, and he was like, I need a little break. Sure. Right? So he rolls out. So now we're four on four, right? I thought this was great. Boom. Two European guys come from either (laughs) ends of the beach. Y'all playing volleyball? Sure thing. We get in in there. We get in there and play. We play three competitive games, which were great. But you know the funny thing about picking up beach volleyball is hard. Sure. Right? It's hard. And 40 is not the new 20. Right. Right? Yes. So I love it when people get involved in a sport like that. And they think they're like Sinjin Smith. <laughs> you know what I mean? They think they are the ultimate player. I know for a fact, three of us, and I'll include me on this one, three of us came out of there with a toe that was black and blue. <laughs> and it's ginger. I'm walking it's, gingerly yes, on it now. It's tender. It is tender. <laughs> but we had an incredible time on it and uh, played three games, sweated out a yes. bunch of toxins. And uh, had a good time, but mm. man, it was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I can't wait to go back. But I can awesome. tell you, when I got back on Sunday about eight p.m., my liver was like, "And there's something going down that I need to worry about." Let's go back to let's maybe a Saturday evening. Y'all fly out Sunday early or mid afternoon. What are we uh, talking about? We flew about? out one, so we okay. picked up at ten forty. So on Saturday evening, when do you decide to say, you know what? Let's shut her on down. We didn't. You didn't. You just kept on going. Yeah. I, the reason I say that is Friday night, we went to a Mexican dinner. And I've got two little caveats here. Mm-hmm. Mexican dinner was delicious. Yes. Authentic. It was incredible. Okay. I'm a condiment person. Mm-hmm. I love ketchup. I love hot sauce. I love all that stuff. So I had some homemade taco, uh, tortillas and shredded pork and uh, cilantro and yeah. all this wonderful stuff on there, but I've got to have a condiment. Got to right? have some hot sauce, right? Got to have some hot sauce for oh, it. Yeah. So I'm looking around and there's guacamole and stuff like that. There's stuff that looks like it's hot sauce. So I take a spoonful of it, throw it on there, put it on my second one, throw it on there, right? I sit down and one of our buddies looks over and he was like, "Oh, did you get that hot sauce?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Man, it's tough. Ooh. It's rough." Yes. He's like, "I'm dying." I'm like, well, I like hot stuff. I'll try it. No sweat. I got this. I will try it. Yeah. So I eat the, I eat it, and I get two-thirds of the way through a four-inch taco. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, I hadn't spent much time on this thing. Yeah. I go into crisis lockdown. Wow. 
you, you need to ask the gentleman that was sitting beside me. I had towels around my neck. <laughs> what? My head was going everywhere. I thought I was going to die. We're talking like ghost pepper stuff here? Well, I, I stood up and walked over there, and I was like, this has got to be a trick. And I asked the person, I was like, what's in there? And they said, habanero. I was like, there's got to be ghost peppers. I asked the waiter, I said, hey, do you eat this sauce? He said, no, because next morning I'll be in the bathroom. And he made a, like a gorilla face. He was like, ah. I was like, holy cow. What now? So I, we had dinner, and it was a rough start for me there. But incredible food. I, I fought the fire with guacamole. Right. You know, some beer. Milk. Milk. Um, but Friday night, we uh, bump into that Texas team, yes. right? And they're, they were ready. Mm-hmm. And we were a skeleton crew, okay? We, some people had went back, and they put it down in the sports bar. I see. Well, they kind of challenged us. They said, we thought you guys were the crew that was supposed to be wild, right? Wow, yeah. So we went back the next day, which would be Saturday, with the whole crew? And no, well, we went. I went back with this knowledge the next morning. I understand. And I said, listen, Texas called us out. I'm not saying we got to do anything about it. but if Just we're gonna, wanted you guys to know. But if we're going to do something yeah. about it, tonight's the night. Right. I got to tell you, we took it to them. Nice. <laughs> Proud of these North Carolina boys. We took it to them, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. So we... uh we had a lot of fun. You know, it's it's good when you're with good friends. You could be in Conover. Right. You wouldn't have the blue water, but you'd be, you know, we'd have as much fun as we had there. Exactly. So have the conversations, the laughs, the all the hot sauce. It'd still probably go down, you <laughs> oh, know? Oh, <laughs> it'd still go down. So tell me, uh, that's what happened Saturday. So Sunday, ooh, you got to wake up maybe head pounding a little bit, very tired. I'm seepy. feeling very seepy. <laughs> You get on the plane. How are we feeling? I get this stuff, especially on a Sunday. It's called Sunday blues. And I get the Sunday blues if I'm just around Hickory. You know, I can't imagine the Sunday blues coming back from your 40th vacation trip on a plane knowing tomorrow I've got to get back. Actually, this in three hours, I'm back to reality. Back to reality. Is that what, is that how Sunday blues sets in for you? It's sunk in. And you know, your luggage is a little heavier. Yes. Your feet are a little heavier. Your head is certainly heavier. Mm-hmm. And it was a tough way to wake up. Now, we had some people that got up and exercised and went on the beach and swam. Yes. And they were walking in while I was walking to breakfast, and I was like, how'd that happen? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So the overachievers were doing that. But um, when we got to the airport, I needed some food. Mm-hmm. I needed some downtime, and when we got on the plane, I was sitting in the middle of a big dude and Reagan, my wife, yes. who Reagan can fall asleep on a bed of nails. You could drive <laughs> a dump truck through our bedroom and she wouldn't wake up. Right. right. This cat beside me, he was d- d- jacked, right? <laughs> I was hot. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was horrible. You know when you get hot? Oh. Brother, yes. So yes. it was horrible. I was sitting there. I was hot. This guy, you know, he needed gum. It was <laughs> it was a horrible experience. But, you know, the whole time, I'm just trying to make it back. You know what you're saying? Trying to make it back. Just trying to get then back. when we land, I realize I got to drive home. Got another hour. No, and... I got to drive. Oh. You know, everybody else is a passenger in this deal. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy cow. So I drive home, but, you know, get back, happy to see my little boy mm-hmm. and you know get back in my routine but uh you need a couple of days to get it right because you're right you know you call it the sunday, sunday blues. blues i've always called it because of a friend of ours he is a friend that calls it mr scary he'll come and <laughs> see you and it's it has to do with a lot of sweating yes and maybe some shaking it's a lot of shaking and yes. you know a lot of getting levels back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't good well, now, how did that compare to your weekend well <laughs> hank I, I don't even know what to say after – there's no real comparison. I think I went to a couple Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. One was an ugly sweater Christmas party, and it was fun. And then another, your typical standard Christmas party. And that was about it, buddy. So I'm glad to hear about your adventure. It sound, sounds wonderful. It was lovely. Can I tell you one other thing? That Please. Was, more, more stories. It's one of, my, one of my favorite things. So, you know, our group, I would say that they – they try to be very courteous to others. You know, I mean, sure. even though the volume was somewhat of an issue, I think I think we all are very polite and hold doors. And you know, no I mean, just it. you know, good manners. 
Well, we were on this catamaran, and we had two options. We could we could go out. Well, we went and snorkeled this reef, mm-hmm. and we saw beautiful fish, and it was great. And then after that, we could go into Cancun and like the shop or look around town, right. or we could park on this sandbar. And we could have a couple of cervezas and listen to music, and nobody wanted to go into town. Yes. They're like, let's anchor, let's sit there. Our crew, the catamaran was awesome. Mm-hmm. So we pull up there, and we're pulling outside these hotels, right? And there's people in the water, and it's great. Well, we pull this boat up, and they anchor, and we get off, and they're handing drinks out, and music's blaring, everything's great. This old guy jump, walks out 40 yards to us. He goes, how long y'all going to be here? <laughs> What? We said, what? And he goes, how long are you going to be here? I'm trying to enjoy my vacation. Come on. Hey, man, it happened. What did Catamaran Driver say to uh, Turned up the volume. (laughs) (laughs) Good for him. Good for him. I think uh, he had Pitbull on or something. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Scrooge. (laughs) It was was fun, though, man. It was a great vacation. It was... uh, I mean, it was fun, man. It yeah. Was, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Because, you know, the good thing is, is you left pretty cool weather, cold weather. We had 85-degree weather oh, there. Wow. I was going to ask you, water temperature, too, on the ocean. It was perfect. Incredible. Yeah. Water temperature was great. 85-degree weather. You come back here. It's cold, dreary, but it quickly throws you in that Christmas mood. Exactly. So, right like, in, now right you're gear. back into it. Yeah. I'm glad it's cold. Yes. Because I need a little bit of help getting yeah. in that mood. Sure. So... We're back. We're good, man. Well, we're glad to have you back, Hank. Thank you for sharing that wonderful adventure. And um, I did want to ask you. So when we went to Mexico, there were a couple shows, right? There were a couple shows. Did y'all run into any shows? Oh, we did run into some shows. I'm glad you asked that question. So there was this theater auditorium that they had there. And they had every night they had, (coughs) excuse me, something going on. They had like maybe a soloist, and then they had like a dancing act or something. But they always ended it with a performance. Yes. Okay. And two nights were suspect, but the other two nights, first one, Michael Jackson. Of course, he's going to be there. Michael Jackson. How was he? He was incredible. They had Thriller. They, I mean, it was incredible. Nice. And uh, so we loved that. Right. Everybody loved it. We found out the next night Madonna's going to be there. Okay? Everybody loves Madonna. Sure. Especially my wife and her girls. Yes. Right? So then we got to hear Madonna, and it was pretty incredible. So, you know, those impersonators, I was talking about it during the performances. There's a lot of time, energy. There were great dancers Mm -hmm. in this little hotel in north of Cancun. I mean, how crazy is that to get that kind of entertainment? It was awesome. My favorite thing, we went to a place similar to yours, Michael Jackson show, all that stuff. After the Michael Jackson show, there was a casino. And so you go in there. Well, Michael Jackson actually was one of the blackjack dealers. <laughs> so I was like, dude, this guy looks familiar. Who is this guy? Was he flicking his yeah, hand out exactly. with the glove? Now, the, what gave him away? He had the glove on. I was flicking it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they are ultra talented. So I'm glad you got to do that. And w- did the whole crew go to the shows together? Or oh, some yeah. people? Also, oh, everybody went yeah. to go. It was, it was, you know, that's the good thing about like, that many people and everything. Nobody cared if you ate with them. Nobody cared. You know, we ate dinner every night together, but yeah. sometimes you'd eat breakfast with two couples, sometimes right. just you and your wife. Sometimes uh, lunch would be kind of quick, sure. easy. Um, but we always try to do, like, have an idea of what we were doing. And if you wanted to go in early and have room service, have at it. Perfect. If you wanted man. to do whatever, take a nap, go do it. Perfect. Yep. Sounds wonderful, buddy. Sounds wonderful. All right, Hank. Well, that's great, great stuff. Oh, I cannot believe I forgot to mention this. So there was a channel mm. on the television. <laughs> Correct? Just wait. Yes. Just nod your head yes or no. Okay. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. And you boys and girls who've been to Mexico on vacation and flipped the channel right above ESPN, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, Hank, let's run right into fantasy football time. So as we mentioned, as we started our show today, you go in, you come out with a loss. I go into two of my uh, playoffs, I come out with a loss. Terrible. What do you feel? Like, this is how I felt when I woke up, actually today, realizing that I'm out. It's like a pain. Um, I can't really put my finger on it, but it's almost that hatred. Like, how the heck did I – how did, did this happen to me? Why couldn't my dudes who perform well all year – 
on the biggest stage, they're going to falter like this. That's kind of how I woke up feeling. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. So I lost in the third quarter last night, right? Yeah. Anxiety building up to the you game. You were nervous all game. Anxiety yeah. first yeah, quarter. Sure. Every catch he gets, he gets a point. Every rush he gets. At halftime, it was a 50-50 chance that I'd win. Wow. Right? If it went the same way, if he got hurt, if something like that, it went – and this dude, we're talking about Dixon for the Ravens. Yeah. He, you know, Terrence West is supposed to be the number one running back there, but they threw the ball to Dixon, I don't even know how many times. Yeah, they threw it it's to him crazy. a bunch. So when he scored that touchdown, I was like, finally, I can go to bed. <laughs> right. And then you start getting mad at him. Yes. <laughs> you know what you mean? Blaming like, it on I him. Hope this asshole, you right. know, stops catching the ball. Right. Then this is what I do I go to my phone and I look at all the people on my bench and like, if I would have just put him into this spot, you know, is that what you, this, oh, of course this is did. what everybody does. It's a course. You just needed to put him in this spot and then I win by four. Martellus well, Bennett. Yes. Why didn't I play Tevin Coleman? Tevin Coleman. Oh, easily slide him into the spot. This is but, ridiculous. Oh, it just pisses me off. So, so anyway, you go through a multitude of uh, emotions from sadness to hatred to pity, you know, to happiness because finally it's over and now you can get back to your reality you know it's just a oh, whole lot of emotions I, I was sick and I'm with you man I yeah. get I, I it's a terrible roller coaster ride would you rather Uh-oh. go through what you went through last night or just not even be close to making the playoffs where you could have waved the white flag a long time ago I absolutely want to be in the playoffs there's, there's a certain there's a certain thing about being in those playoffs that you need to hold over those gentlemen that Certainly. are in. When you go to your fantasy draft next year, it's them or us. Right. Right? Exactly. We segregate ourselves. We do. There's greatness, and then there's them. And there's them. Yes. <laughs> so you want to – I will take all the grief, all the anxiety, everything, every year to make it to the playoffs. Now, when you see the people in front of you – and uh, individuals need to look at this. We have – I will never give them credit. I don't. I don't think they listen to us anyway. But we've got a, some of the same people that are there year in and year out. Yeah, up at the top right now. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And it pains me to think because they're they're no smarter. Right. You know, right. Right. They're just. Are they luckier? What is it? What is this? Possibly luckier. That's what I would think. Do they luckier. not work? Do they have somebody <laughs> draft for them? <laughs> well, a couple of them. You're probably right about the not work part. But, um, yeah, so I feel your pain. But, Hank, you know, if you want to live vicariously through me, I'm still alive in this one. If you want to root for me. Or, I'll you never know, root for you. Call, call me and say, Chad, hey, man, who are you going to start this week? I'll be happy to oblige, okay? okay. If that'll All make right. you feel like you're still a part of something Thank and still you. have something to look forward to. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. And with that, let's do talk a little bit about some fantasy football right here. So, Hank, there is one. One huge waiver wire acquisition out there, and he was on your team for a while. His name is Bilal Powell. Matt Forte is now out for the year, probably. Bilal Powell, the number one running back on the waiver wire. I've got 13 bucks left, buddy, on my fab budget. I'm going all in with Bilal Powell. I would. You know, I mean, what else am I going to spend? Why wouldn't you? Let's go all in. Let's get Bilal Powell on my team, and let's make a run. Right now, I'm a small favorite over Mr. Will Rowland. And I've already beat him twice this year. Let's go for the three-peat, and let's get to the finals. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Alan. I'm Chris. And we're the co-hosts of Foot Candle Films, a movie review and film discussion show here on the TV. Each episode, we talk about some new movies, cover some film news, and have some recommendations. And trust us, we're just as likely to talk about the latest Jim Jarmusch film as we are the newest Transformers installment. Hold on, don't get too crazy. Uh, well, okay, maybe not that bad. But you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.TV. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. Let's jump right into our Fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. Hank, I wasn't sure if you kind of kept up with, with <laughs> your your uh, how you did against the uh, the spread last week. It was not good. Okay, so we'll just bypass <laughs> we'll that. We'll bypass that. Bypass. <laughs> bypass here, and let's move right to the first game. It's <laughs> Los Angeles Rams versus Seattle Seahawks. As you know, Jeff Fisher has been fired from the Los Angeles Rams. You know, we, picked, we said a couple of things at the very beginning of the year that have really come true. I told you golf was a joke. And it's proven that he stinks. We did say Ezekiel Elliott was going to be good. And he has been. We said DeAndre Hopkins was going to be wonderful. The dude has stunk. So we, we hit a couple out of the hit park. A couple. And we hit some damn Not all ground balls, too, Rock, for Rock. easy outs. But let's go back to this game. L.A. at Seattle. Seattle, a 14-and-a-half point favorite total, 38-and-a-half. God, that's a lot of points. That is a ton. I mean, can you be that bad? 
with Gurley and all that. I mean, can you be that bad? And actually, you think about this. Now Fisher is gone. They've got a new coach, John Fossil. That's Jim Fossil's son, special teams coach. He's got to be able to do something better than the offense than Fisher did because Fisher didn't even let – they didn't even run an offense. There was three and out, like 18 possessions. I am not lying to you. It was terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, I will say that, that – that 14 is a lot of points. That's a lot of, lot of points. That's a lot of points. For any NFL team, I'm going to take the Rams. Actually, I like this, Hank. The Rams have beaten Seattle three straight times. Let's keep up. Let's keep it up Let's here, Rams. It. Let's go L.A. plus the 15, and I'll lean under the total 39. Next up, we're flying today, Hank. It's Miami against the New York Jets. Jets, as we mentioned, Bilal Powell, pick them up if you need a running back against this Miami Dolphins defense. Miami, two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, total 38-and-a-half. Hey, man, I like Miami. Again, I mean, I don't like the fact that the, the Jets are trying to put something together, and it, it always is. Stinky. Oh, yeah. This so, team stinks. Miami's easy. You do have Tannehill out. Tannehill sprained his ACL and MCL, so Matt Moore will start this game. Does that scare you off the Miami team at all here? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know about Tannehill, but yes. Well, Tannehill is a big hill to, to, to kind of conquer. So maybe I'm going with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Why don't we just go under the total? We'll both be happy. Next up, this is an – does this timing right here? How many games do we have? This says 8.30, three 8.30 games. This cannot be right, Hank. Anyway, we won't worry about the timing. We'll go Tampa Bay against Dallas. Dallas coming off there with a loss to the Giants. Tampa Bay are on fire. They continue to be on fire. Dallas, a seven-point favorite at home, total 46. It's going to be incredible to see Dak come back and try to figure it out, and I think he comes back and freaks. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. I think he's a competitor. I kind of like him. Tampa Bay's playing really well, though. Seven's a lot of points. I'd buy it down to six and a half, but I'll take take Dallas. Let me ask you this. if Let's say if you're an Andrew Luck owner, and Andrew Luck, and we're going to talk about him in a second, are going up against Minnesota's defense on the road, and you've got Jameis against Dallas on the road. Do you – you know, we've always said you go with your starters. You don't – you don't go away from them in the playoffs, but with Luck going against the Minnesota's defense, against Jameis going against Dallas's defense, the total in that game is 46, Indianapolis total is 43. Do you swap what you're doing, any, or do you just keep moving forward? Well, you know, I think it's kind of 50-50. I think Jameis will probably still – he'll still move the ball, right. but Luck has the better upside. He's got he the chance to get you 20 plus it's that defense that i'm worried about the minnesota defense they played the well road, man you know? they've played well yeah so anyway that the reason i'm asking because i do have luck and i've got an opportunity to get Jameis. but we'll see what happens there all right hank tampa bay dallas you're taking dallas minus the seven you like dak to blow up i like that over 46 next up detroit at the new york giants new york giants as we mentioned just beat those dallas cowboys and they are in the hunt for the nfc they'd have to have dallas you know squander a couple games here to get back to win the division, but they're sitting in the wild card spot now. Detroit on the road, four-and-a-half-point dog to the Giants. I like the Giants here for some reason. You know, they always get whooped and then end up playing conservative enough to win, and that four-and-a-half, I'd like it to be three, but yeah. that four-and-a-half, I think it's. I think New York comes out a winner. I One thing I do want to mention to the fantasy fanatics listening, Theo Riddick, if you had him last week, he killed you. They said they – they, they scratched him with about half an hour left till game time. Of course, he's a starter in three of my leagues, so I've got to pull him off the, the heap there and put somebody else in. He will play this week, they say, so keep your eye on that. I love the under in this game, Hank. Detroit's defense playing better. The Giants' defense is phenomenal. Let me go under the total 42, and I will lean a little bit of Detroit because I think Giants win the game, but I think it's going to be about three points. Three points. Next up, next up, Philadelphia, Baltimore. Baltimore lost that game. They, you know, they were respectable last night, didn't you think? Yeah, they were I respectable. So. Uh, Philadelphia, their running, their running game sucked. Oh, ter- they can't. Flacco, Flacco is their offense. He just throws the ball everywhere. But, you know, I mean, they, they were throwing it in the flat, and right. they were creating a running game with short Passing. passes. But that it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, Terrence West now he's on one of my my only squad left. Is he even startable anymore? It looks like your boy is going to get most yeah. of the workload now. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia on the road, minus six. So they're a six-point dog at Baltimore, total 41 and a half. I got to tell you, 
I am still waiting for Philadelphia to get – you know, they had those high, low, high, low. I think Baltimore is going to come out on top of this game, playing at home. I think they played decent last yeah, night. Did. The defense – that or dude? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, I'm going to take Baltimore. Yep. I'm going to lean Baltimore at home, too. I think Philadelphia is basically – I'm not going to say packed it in, but Smallwood running back is hurt. Sproles is hurt. So, the only healthy running back is Ryan Matthews, and we know what happens to Ryan Matthews. He will probably be hurt in this game. you got to like Baltimore at home. Let's get Baltimore minus the six, and I'm going to lean under the total 41.5. Next up, Sunday, Green Bay at Chicago. Chicago with Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers on a huge roll. The dude's – basically been the best fantasy quarterback if you look at all the stats for the year he is number one this year chicago six and a half point dog at home total 40 and a half i mean how could you not like them right now is barkley still a quarterback barkley still a quarterback alshon jeffrey is back mm-hmm. and i don't think you can pick him up i mean is he going to be good enough to pick up i mean would you waste i don't think so i don't think so either i mean i think that they're going to be terrible i mean he's their only weapon Right now, um, and actually they had a receiver do pretty well this week. Yeah. But I would still pick Green Bay to come in there and thump them. I like Green Bay to continue their momentum. They'll cover this game. I think they win by 10. And I'm going to lean over the total 40 and a half. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers can maybe put up about 28 by himself. Definitely start Jordan Howard, running back, Chicago Bear, against this Green Bay, Green Bay defense. I think that is a, he's a running back one. And also, if you need a flex play, Ty Montgomery, I know he's been up and down, but last week he got the majority of the touches in the backfield. So if you need a flex, start Ty Montgomery. Next up, Indianapolis at Minnesota. We just talked about this. Adrian Peterson is still listed as out. We're not worried about Adrian Peterson, but it is funny. He is back at full-time practice running with the team. He will not play this week, but, you know, it's just interesting to see this dude has already come back for whatever he – what did he mess up this time? Head. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, he's just an insane athlete. Anyway – Indianapolis really desperately needs this win to keep pace with the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans in their division. Minnesota, on the other hand, still in the race for the playoff. It's slipping through their hands, but they're still there. Minnesota, minus four at home, total 44. Uh, To be completely honest, Minnesota, like you were saying, their defense is freaking nasty. And Indianapolis' line is freaking terrible. (laughs) So I don't know if two seconds is enough time to get it out of your hands for luck to do anything. Right. You know, Frank Gore's been running the ball pretty well, but I, I like Minnesota. I like Minnesota at home too, buddy. I think I'm just Indianapolis is a year away. They just ain't got it this year. I mean, they had a win last week and they lose to the Texans at home. I think that's going to really slow them down for the rest of the season. I like Minnesota minus the four, and I'm going to go under the total 44. Cleveland at Buffalo. Cleveland still – does not have a win. Can they get it in Buffalo? Buffalo's reeling right now. They've lost four in a row. Buffalo is a 10-point favorite total, 42-and-a-half. 10 is ridiculous for these two teams. But I refuse <laughs> to pick the Browns. I refuse to. So I am not going to take either one. I'm going to take the under. Yes, I like that. You know what's funny? I did a little bit of research before we came in here today, and if you would have taken – Whoever played Cleveland and whoever played Jacksonville on the money line, not to cover the line, just for the other two teams to win, you would have – this is a parlay, two-team money line parlay. Whoever's playing against Jacksonville and Cleveland, you catch me? Mm-hmm. You would have won 12 out of 13 weeks, two-game parlay. 12 out of 13 weeks? Yes. If you would have te- – no, Jacksonville's got three wins, right? They don't have many, many wins. Cleveland doesn't have a win. So, you know, anytime you go against Cleveland on the money line – right. You got that winner. Got that Jacksonville winner. had – what Jacksonville was favored in a couple games too. So, anyway, I'm telling you, I think you would have won every single week except one. It's crazy. Did you hear about the better that lost the 15-game the 15 game parlay and he no. lost it last night? You're kidding. No, there's a man that put a $5 bet on a 15-leg parlay card, and it was in William Hill Sportsbook in Nevada. Yeah. Right? He needed the Patriots – to win uh, by more than seven, seven points. Okay. So you need seven and a half. That $5 would have parlayed $100,000. Oh, good Lord. Lost it by one point. He, was, he won the 14, 14. Okay, he won the 14. He pushed that 15. He pushed that 15. Holy cow. Five into 100 grand. Do you know also, I'm just thinking about that game now, Baltimore kicked a field goal with two minutes to go. They were down 10. They kicked a field goal with two minutes, two oh three left in that game to get it to that number of seven. Just it where they could have gone for a touchdown. They didn't get it. 
balls turned over to Patriots, that dude goes 15-0. and 0. Golly. Still, he probably had, got paid very well, right? I don't know. I'm sure he did. 14 Yeah. $5 on a 14 push. Yeah, that's fantastic. Good for him. I wish that was me. All right, so we're going under the total Cleveland Buffalo, and I'm going to link. I'm going Cleveland plus the 10. Oh, <laughs> what in the that's world? terrible. I'm drunk. Tennessee at Kansas City. We one o'clock kick. Kansas City minus six. Kansas City playing well. Tennessee playing well. Total 42 and a half. Um, you know, Kansas City, I like kansas city right now and i think that that five and a half is an okay number so i am going to take kansas city you don't believe in Mariota and the tennessee offense yet huh no okay <laughs> tennessee just beat denver and their defense played phenomenal i think they gave up maybe 10 points but i gotta like kansas city at home as well kansas city trying to keep pace with the oakland raiders in their division let's take kansas city minus the six i'm gonna go under the total 43 Jacksonville at Houston. Houston needs a win. Tit Jacksonville, who cares? Houston minus six, total 40. Uh, you know what? Jacksonville, I'll never gamble on. Um, and that 39 under, yeah. that number under, just tells you that Jacksonville won't score. Absolutely. So I am going to go with Houston. Thank you. Bingo. Houston and the under. And one of the things we were talking about, what we hit on pretty well and what we missed on, I missed probably my biggest three strikeout at bat of my fantasy picking dudes this year, Hank, was I said Blake Bortles was going to be a top three quarterback. This dude stinks. Gross. Out loud. So, anyway. Do you know who switched with him? I think Alex Smith. You know, yeah. Alex Smith has played well. Right. And yeah. he is not even he's on a team, probably. He's probably, probably on the waiver wire. Probably so. You know, and he's played well. Yeah, he has. He's had a great, great year. Fantasy numbers, well, not really fantasy numbers, but real NFL numbers. He's right. Played, he's played great. And I wasn't saying fantasy numbers yeah. for him, but. What Blake Bortles, if he would do the same thing that Alex Smith did, you'd be like, all right, he's a top-tier exactly. quarterback. We'll take him, exactly. All right, let's get into the 4 o'clock games on a Sunday, Hank. New Orleans at Arizona. Oh. New Orleans, jeez. And I know you still have that bad taste in your mouth from uh, Drew Brees. Dude, that's, that's two weeks in a row for Drew Brees. Three picks, no touchdowns. Yeah, that was crazy. Has he gone over the level? What's happening? I don't know. You know, I don't know what's happening with him because, you know, he's had – Four games when he scores over 40. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know what this Jekyll and Hyde is because, you know, you could have a great quarterback have one bad game or two. He's had three in a row. Yes, he has. Talk about two possible over-the-hill quarterbacks meeting each other, Drew Brees and now Carson Palmer, who's – Dude, it looks like he's sliding. He's at the end of his career, too. Which one performs better? Arizona, two-and-a-half-point favorite, total 50. Arizona will win this game. I think they're going to be – you know, they've got a better running game. I think that their defense is better. Anybody's better than Seattle. Their defense is terrible. Yes. So I'm taking Arizona. And what wide receiver do you trust here? I noticed you started Snead, who actually performed pretty well. Yeah. Compared to the other, Brandon Cooks did nothing. Uh that Michael Thomas, he didn't even play because he was hurt. They were throwing out of the backfield to Cadet, Hightower. Ingram got like four touches. I mean, what are they doing on offense? Do you trust anybody? No, I mean, they don't have anybody that is doing anything. And you can see that by when Breeze throws four and a half points. I mean, he has four and a half points. He's not throwing to anybody. <laughs> it's crazy. So, I mean, you, you can't start anybody. And yeah. then, you know, the Arizona, there's certainly got a couple of guys over there that you'd want to play. Fitzgerald, you know those. Did you hear about Michael Floyd? No, what'd he do? They found him this morning after Monday Night Football. I guess he watched it at a bar. He was in the parking lot of a bar, unconscious, with the car going. Got thrown in jail. Second DUI. So anyway, get better, Michael Floyd. So get they don't better, know if he, yeah, I don't know if they don't know if he's gonna play this week. All right, San Fran at Hotlanta. Hotlanta last week without Julio, without Mohamed Sanu, still put up 48 against the Rams. I mean, and De- Devontae Freeman didn't even have that big of a game either. Tevin did. Yeah, Tevin went off. Just They have a lot of weapons. This San Francisco team, y'all better watch out. Atlanta might hang 70 on y'all because your defense sucks. Atlanta minus 13.5, total 51.5. Atlanta. All day long. (laughs) All day long. Atlanta might get 51 by themselves, as we mentioned. So definitely play the over. Let's go Atlanta. Parlay of the century with the over, the total 51.5. Question, because you know I'm a huge Kaepernick fan now. So, <laughs> what about Kaepernick versus Luck? Kaepernick versus this Atlanta defense. They're going to be down 100. The only way San Francisco can stay in it is Kaepernick doing something. Do you really want to bet? 
like bet on that? I'm not saying I'm talking about fan. I, if I swap my quarterbacks, because I'm worried about luck against this Minnesota. Yeah, D. but do you want to be down 400 and just tossing the ball up to get intercepted every <laughs> sixth time you throw it? What if? <laughs> but he can run pretty well. He can run, rush for 100 yards. Yeah, you don't. It's not worth the risk. I think luck's better. A better situation than that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Good luck, brother. Thank you. Hey, forget you and your team. I hope you guys lose. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> You're an ass. New England at Denver. Okay. This game at the beginning of the year would be, you know, the this the game of the surgery. But Denver playing terrible. Simeon can't really seem to get it done on offense. New England looks to be the real deal. New England, a three-point favorite on the road at Denver. Total 44. Usually I'd never take anything but a home dog, right? But New England, who isn't a weapon on that team? Right. I mean, who was it last night? Who was it last night? You had all. You had the Hogan. <laughs> hey, brother! I was throwing a softball to you. You did. I kind of Martellus Bennett. Faltered Martellus Bennett. Even the uh, Mitchell, the rookie guy, yep, had a touchdown. He got in there. Um, Edelman. Edelman always yeah. does his so, stuff. So I mean, how can you not? And Brady is going to get it done. Yeah. I mean, can you? He's got the best winning percentage out of any quarterback with forty or more starts. Wow. Home. I'm sorry. Home. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? It's over eight hundred. It's crazy. Yeah, over 800. He's thrown 23 touchdowns this year. How many picks do you think he's thrown? One. One. (laughs) Crazy. Tom Terrific. Absolutely. So we got to take New England here, minus the three, and I'm going to go over the total 44. I think New England, I don't know, Denver's D is pretty tough. I'm going to stick with it. Maybe Denver can get 17. Tom and those dudes are going to get at least 28. I'll go over. What do you like at the total? I like the over. I like that. I think they're going to score. You know – New England scores if scored upon. Yes. You know what I mean? They come out and score. If not, they manage the clock. Right. If you score on them, they're going to score. Yeah. Uh, Oakland versus San Diego is the next up here. Hank, San Diego out of the playoff picture. Really nothing to play for. Oakland's got a lot to play, play for. Oakland on the road, three-point favorite and 50-and-a-half. So I'm going to take the home dog here because I think San Diego has nothing to play for. Wow, okay. And I think – Oakland and San Diego being so close, they, I mean, not so close, or, you know, but it's a they, big rivalry. Yeah, they're going to have a bunch of, it's going to be a home field advantage regardless. You yeah. know what I mean? I know they're playing in San Diego. There's going to be a bunch of LA fans there. It's going to get the both teams pretty hyped, but I think San Diego is going to come out and play hard. Wow. Do you think San Diego can win this game? Win it. Wow. This gets your Oakland Raiders, too. Hey, okay. I, I'm not putting You're here to be a favor. I, I dig it, buddy. I dig it. And I hate that you see – I know you see, you see that little note underneath San Diego. It says, Melvin Gordon questionable ah. for you fantasy, <laughs> you fantasy uh, fans out there. So, Melvin Gordon did go out early. really hurt Hank. It hurt a lot of people who started him because he's been your bell cow all year. He's may, He might play this week. You know, If not, there's this other fella behind him. I cannot remember his name. Maybe you have a chance to look it up, but it's like Powell or something. Anyway, that's the guy who would replace Melvin Gordon if he can't go. So keep your eyes on that waiver wire and the injury report. Uh, I'm going to go against Hank here. I'm going to like his Oakland Raiders minus the three. I think they just get it done. San Diego throwing in the towel. I'm going over the total 50 and a half and Oakland minus the three. Next up. We've Kenneth Farrow. Farrow. Ronnie Hillman. Okay. And Ronnie Hillman's there too, right? I, of those two, I would probably prefer to pick Farrow up over Hillman just because he showed a little bit more burst in that last game. But keep your eyes on that injury report. Next up, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, 1 o'clock kick. Pittsburgh on the road, favored by 3.5, total 44. Can you believe that like the weapons that Pittsburgh has and how inconsistent they kind of are? I mean, I just think that they cannot – if they're – I mean, Le'Veon Bell is like through the roof – one so, game, mm-hmm. and well, he's actually been through the last few games. All, yeah, all last season. few games. Yeah. But they, they they cannot get a receiver with that running game. I would think you could be able to get anybody out there to catch a ball. Well, let me tell you, I completely agree with you, Ben Roethlisberger. If you'll check his home stats versus his away stats, it is night and day. When Ben's at home, the dude will throw for three hundred. Antonio Brown to get one sixty. When the dude's on the road, he'll throw for one eighty five, two oh five with two picks and a touchdown. Right. It's his home and away stat. So check it out next time because you're exactly right. He just doesn't play as well. Another home ro- dog. Here you go. He's on the road at Cincinnati. A.J. Green, possible to come back. Pittsburgh, three-point favorite, 44. I'm still going to take Pittsburgh. Le'Veon Bell is a freak, and he's going to play well again. 
So, you know, in our leagues, Hank, the one league uh, that the gentleman has Le'Veon Bell got him late first round, I think, also got – No, no. He picked him up second second round. round. Late – okay, early in the second round because he was one of the latter dudes to to draft. He also has David Johnson, and he's got Lamar Miller, right? Right. Unbelievable running backs, and he's in first place. The guy that I got beat by last week had Le'Veon Bell. LaShawn McCoy and Lamar Miller also threw a little Zach Ertz at me. And another receiver that went shell, I was down 160 to 40 before the the 4 o'clock game. Oh, my God. Le'Veon Bell put up 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put up 70. So, anyway, man, I love Pittsburgh, but I'm going to be like you. I'm impartial because I'm a host of a podcast. I'm going Cincinnati to upset Pittsburgh. On the road, they're at home, and especially if A.J. Green comes back to play. I like them. I'm going over the total too. Can I Cincinnati plus the three? Can I just add? I like how you use the word shell. I remember using that when I was about 17. <laughs> you know, that person smacks me in the face. I'm, I'm going to shell, shell on them. Yes, yes. Oh, thanks for noticing that, Hank. Um, and last but not least, I, I I thought Carolina season was over. They've got a eight thirty. This is a Sunday night game. No, this is the Monday night game, Hank. Yep. Eight thirty Monday night football. Carolina. At Washington, Washington's playoff hope still alive. Carolina's basically not, but four and a half point favorite. Fifty one is the total. Do you see fireworks in this game? I think they have got to score more. They have got to find their rhythm. I mean, not for anything other than they've got to end the season momentum for without next year. killing each other. Yep. So I'm going to take the over, but it's a hopeful over. Yeah. I like the over in this, too. Monday Night Football, Washington has a lot to play for. Um, Washington's got great weapons. They're all healthy on the outside. Carolina secondary, you know, it's kind of up in the air. Carolina, if they're going to cover the numbers, got to score a bunch of points, Hank. Let's go over the total, 51. And I'll lean Carolina to cover the number. I think they get beat, but then they lose by three. All right. So, Hank, before we move on, because we only have one more week of fantasy football, buddy. Um but I just wanted to let all the all our listeners know that we're in talks now, negotiations, if you will. Negotiations. Yes, to possibly keep this podcast running mm-hmm. after fantasy football season. And, you know, there's more. We'll talk about this more um, maybe next week. But if you like us, go download us. Tell your friends to download us. Shoot us an email. Tell us what you think about the show, how we can improve it. You can reach us at – what's that little address right there, buddy? At w. No, info. info at TheMesh.TV. Yeah, simply drop us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you because we'd love to keep this thing going on uh, for you because we have a ball in here. We do. And I hope you guys have a ball listening to us. So, Hank, any exciting things going on this weekend? Uh, a lot of Christmas parties. Yes. So I got a Christmas party tonight I have to go to. I've got practice tonight yes. from my old boy. Practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a couple of family Christmas parties. I got my company Christmas party oh, this weekend. Good gracious. Um, and then, you know, next week, this is the last full week of school. Yes. For our kids. And then, you know, next week they don't have it. So then you start really getting into Christmas. And I haven't done much shopping. I was going to ask you, have you started? I've started barely. Yeah. The good thing is, is I, you know, I, I, I only have to get minimal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've started barely. I've got some work to do. How about you? Well, and I, before I move on to that, Hank, I completely forgot. You asked me what I did this weekend. My daughter's birthday is today, right? Uh, Lucy Rose turns eight. Happy birthday. Thank you. So we did have a birthday party for her at Skateland on Sunday. Skateland. It was awesome. They still have the naughty bench. They still have those fuzzy dice. They still have the game room in the back, and they'll make suicides back there. Awesome. One story I did want to tell you, and I'll make this brief because I know we got to get. So there's this one fella. So there's 18 kids came to this party, and these kids are cute as can be. You know, you're talking seven-year-old, eight-year-old kids. Some of them never skated before. Some of them have. Some can do, like, twirlies, and some can barely stand up. Well, this one little boy, this dude's a character, right? A character. So I said, hey, I'm not going to talk about any names. Hey, buddy, you skated before? He's like, Psh, I got skates in my house, man. I, this is nothing. I, this is a piece of cake. I'm I like this kid. This. I'm like, okay, man, cool. And so he gets the, you know, they're not his skates, but they're skates from Skateland because he left his. Bumper it, on the front. Yeah, bumper on the front. He uh-huh. left his skates in a box in his closet, right? Basically, to me, I bet they've never been used. But anyway, so he gets out on the on the skate. He, Hey, Chad, check me out. One step. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Somersault. Boom. 
boom, right on his back. And so I rushed over there. I was like, dude, are you okay? Hey, man, I got this. No problem. I'm good at this. Dude, it took him 40 minutes to go around the rink one time. He was holding on to the wall. Dude, he just, he's so funny. He just tripped me up. But his confidence level hey. was so high. Like, I got this. This is nothing to Please. So what a great time. Three hours of skating. So their skate parties last from, you know, three hours, two to five is when ours yep. That's a lot of skating. But you know what? Those kids never got tired. They just kept going around. Did and you around. skate? I used to be able to skate pretty well, but my knees banged up, you know. Oh, yeah, and dance was, injury. Yeah. So I have an ACL that's not been repaired yet. So I was a little hesitant, hesitant to get out there. I was going to ask, could you go like foot over foot? Back in the, well, I used to skate. I could, I could actually dance while I was skating. Yeah, that does so I not could, surprise me. I could do like this turn and then this all this weird stuff, like turning. Um, but there was this one dude. He's the best skater I've ever seen. He looked like John Travolta on skates. He was probably about 38 years old. Yeah. And he had a leather jacket on, you know, on a Sunday at 3. So four kids parties and you got John Travolta sw- uh, like skating out there too. So Working it, on his moves. Yes, it was a sight to see. He was passionate about his art good though. for him i was very proud of him but anyway shout out to my daughter lucy rose happy eighth and this weekend we've got three parties on saturday so we'll be making that party juncture too and olivia's got a basketball game friday so that's what's going down cool all right buddy so i'll see you next week or possibly this weekend yep glad to have you back peace later You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard. 